Coming up, Cousin Sal and I are hooked up to IVs trying to replenish our body fluids after six, I repeat, six playoff games. Good God. It's all next. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is brought to you by Honey Stinger. This is a show about sports and culture opinions, but right now I want to talk sports facts, the data, the stats. Honey Stinger, sports nutrition, trusted by more than 1,500 pro and college teams. That's right, 1,500. That's all 32 pro football teams. That's 39 pro basketball teams, 29 pro baseball teams, and more that prepare, perform, and recover with the delicious taste of Honey Stinger's energy waffles, chews, gels, and bars. Honey Stinger is the one team's trust. Use code Simmons for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. That is S-I-M-M-O-N-S for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. We're also brought to you by the ringer.com as well as the ringer podcast network, where I hope you're listening to all of our awesome podcasts. And we have a new one coming later this month that I'm excited to tell you about next week. Hold on to your seats for that one. Coming up. The cuz first, Pearl Jam. All right, taping this at eight fifty on Sunday night Pacific time. Sal and I just plowed through. Six NFL playoff games. Here's my big takeaway, Sal. I can't go back. <laughs> I, I Next week, we only have four. And yeah. I used to be like my two favorite sports weekends of the year were probably those first two weekends. And now I feel like it's a step down after three a day for two days. This was the best weekend of the year. Every yeah. year, this will be the best weekend of the year. I love it. I love it. I, I, and but now you're going to tell me it's because LaMelo got a triple-double and he was the youngest, right? Or something stupid that like that. That was great. No, yeah, it was, there was good NBA, though. All right, right forget too, it. Right? I, I shouldn't have even engaged. <laughs> but six games, it took us all. Yeah, like next week, the games start at like 1.30 West Coast time, right? Or something, right? Yeah, one, and th that's not good enough. We got to wake no. up, get right into it. It was By fun. the way, the games weren't even that good. The no. first game was was really good, Buffalo Indy, and yep. then after that, it was you know every game had some sort of fatal flaw. Where I want to go through all the games and go backwards. We'll start with the one that happened tonight, Brown Steelers, which mm -hmm. was we're texting each other the whole day. It gets to Saints Bears, mm -hmm. and we're like, all right, either this one or the next one is going to be the totally fucked up game because right. this has been. 
too easy throughout the week. Even the Rams, which was like a mild upset there, three and a half point underdogs to the Seahawks. But if you watch the game, it wasn't surprising. And people thought the Rams had a real chance. Mm-hmm. But we head into Trubisky against the Saints or the Browns with no coaching staff, having practiced Baker. Maybe it's like one of these two is going to be wonky. And it turned out it was Brown Steelers. Son of a bitch. And it could have been the one before, but the Brown Steelers was. That's a game that you have uh, if you're the Steelers like every six years and you hope that it doesn't occur in the playoffs, right? Like I wasn't even looking up when the fumble went in the end zone and they picked it up in 7 nothing. I'm like, oh, all right. And then like bad play after bet, long play for the Browns, another touchdown. Ben's throwing interceptions to 400-pound guys who are somehow cradling the ball. It's not even close to hitting. How many did we see that were so close? Oh, the tip of the ball hit the ground. Nope, these guys are making perfect catches and they were out of it. Before even they looked at it, like you, you sent the line. You're like, Browns are minus five. It was fourteen nothing, and the Browns live line was minus five. I'm like, holy crap! They're not expected to win this game. The Steelers now. It's something that, else. Well, go, go back to the snap. It goes flying over Ben's head. It's it's the worst snap of the year. Nobody's had a worse shotgun snap all year. Mm. Ben and Connor go back to get it. Roethlisberger not only doesn't dive on the ground, he's looking at it like he's in an Iraq war film and it's <laughs> it's some bomb and he's kind of circling it like if he touches it, he's going to blow up. And then yeah. Connor kind of does this half-ass fall on it. it. It's on like the one-yard line. First of all, the move is just run and go kick it out of the end zone. Sure. Take the safety. Like even if you fall on it, you're on the one-yard line. But it was just so stupid that the Browns scored on that. I got the the sense that they were spotting them seven. Like, okay, we'll spot you seven. Just really, just the way just you would describe it, that they're hovering over the ball and they just like didn't really care to recover. No urgency at all. And then the next play, he just lofts a pass five feet over open receiver's head right to a Brown. And the Browns score again. And then Collinsworth is like, ah, this Browns defense. I'm like, what would they do? They they fell in a step that went overhead and then he threw a pick. I didn't think the Browns defense was particularly good. They're gas, but then it leads to we're waiting because of the Browns DNA as a, mm-hmm. as a Red Sox fan, pre 2004, you just, you're always going to assume the worst. And the, the more points they score, we're like, all right, the Steelers are definitely going to have a run. They're definitely going to come back. It finally happens. It's 35, 23. The Browns defense has been on the field for an hour. It's yep. fourth and one. There's a stoppage. Cause it's the end of the quarter. Yeah. Right. And it's like, Oh, I can't, I'd be really interested to see what their fourth and one play is going to be. Obviously they're going to go for it, even though they're on their own 45, even if they don't get it, you know, the Browns will have a short field and you'll get the ball back faster. Anyway. No, no, they punt. And to make it worse, they take a delay a game. And then the guy punts it into the end zone. Of course he punts it into the end zone. Of Of course course he punts it into the end zone. A a dumber. Okay. Like, you, you have to go for it there. You have so much momentum. Whether you believe in momentum or not, you have it. I do. And like you said, you look across the line of scrimmage and there's just like cold smoke blowing out of these guys' mouths. They're dead. They're on the heels. Of, probably the right move would have been to call timeout right before the quarter so that they don't get that four-minute break or whatever it is between quarters. Right. And then gouge them. And then, however, I mean, I don't know. They, they couldn't stop them. And they didn't their stop defense, them on the next game. But it didn't it matter. Been on the, their D yeah. had been on the field for an hour. So stupid. And they had every every play, somebody was wide open. And so anyway, Tomlin, they're down 19. He goes for two. I have no right. idea why. To cut it to 17, great. You're st- you still need three scores. Right. Then they go down 13. He kicks the extra point. And Collinsworth yeah. and Michaels, who admittedly cannot figure out the math of any of this stuff, and they're like, ah, uh, I, I guess. But it was like watching somebody at a blackjack table who, who splits 
sixes against a jack one yeah. hand. Then the next hand, he's like, nope, stay at 12. And you're like, what? You just split the last hand. What are you doing? Right. right. And yeah, somehow no they squander all, all these points. Yeah. And instead of being down 10, they're down 13. And it was just, I thought the stupidest coach game of the, of the week was going to be Seattle, but I thought Tomlin was worse. I don't well, know. They, they didn't look prepared, anything. I guess. And what's weird about it, though, is before then, you almost couldn't blame him. I guess, yes, they didn't look prepared and all that stuff, but you couldn't blame him too much for it. You could blame, put all the blame on Ben and whatever else, and uh, Tomlin could have gotten away with not being like, hey, it had nothing to do with me, but Jesus Christ. I mean, I, you know, we, I had money line stealers everywhere, and it's because forget that Stefanski's out. Forget that the guard is out, but no, he's, he's out. Like, th these should mean this should be huge, but last week they needed to win. And they beat him by two points against Mason Rudolph. The Steelers, and they didn't practice. And they didn't practice. The Steelers could have knocked him out of the playoffs last week. Like, does that change anymore? Like, that you just just try your hardest every time. Knock the team out of the playoffs. The Bills did it to the Dolphins. Steelers could have knocked the Browns out. And now they're out. They could have taken that five minutes and run an internet poll of all the Browns fans <laughs> and asked, what, what do you want us to do here? And yeah. the Browns fans, it would have responded 100%, please punt. Right. Please don't go for it here on fourth and one. Because if you get it, now you're on our side of the field and mm -hmm. you can score. And now it's a touchdown game. And now we have no Stefanski. We have Baker who hasn't thrown his pick yet Ugh. and never did. Baker was good the whole game. I, uh, Sal, I have this as the greatest 21st century Browns moment replacing. Oh, what do you think? I don't know when they got to open the refrigerator or some shit. I don't know. What, what could it have been? Costner, I want all my picks back and I want <laughs> David goddamn Putney. All right. Just because counts. I feel like it. Come on, say it with me, you pickaxe, you motherfucker. <laughs> that was their last great moment. That was pretty good. I don't know if yeah. that's toppable, but yeah, that's uh that was it. Shit. It's it's unbelievable that they're in. Now they go on to play the Chiefs. It's a, the Bills are the big loser because the Bills would have had this shitty Steelers team next week. Oh my God. Now they play the red hot Ravens, but we'll, we'll... the Bills had to be so mad. It reminded yeah. me in the second half of game seven against the Yankees in, in the 04 ALCS when we're up like eight, nothing. Mm -hmm. And we should be like, oh, we got this, but it's all that DNA is still sitting there. Sure. Yeah. And then they scored a couple runs and then Pedro came in and they started chanting, who's your daddy? Yeah, and then it, it your sphincter just tightens, and you're like, "Oh my <laughs> god, this would be the worst loss. I'll never follow sports again." The yeah. Browns fans had to be feeling that at some point in that second half. We're like, "Wow, if we lose this, I'm out. I'm not following football anymore. I'm done." I think they probably all went and took a, a Lamar Jackson dump at the end of the third quarter, right <laughs> when the Steelers should have gone on fourth and two. And who was a Collinsworth and Michaels was like, "All right, they're good. There's a lot they can do now." And then the upbacks moving around. He's like, "They're like, oh, you see, something's going on." Like, nope, they're punting. That's it. Get rid of it. Through the end zone if you can. They the reason I brought up Tomlin, I mean, he was awful. The decisions in the second half were awful, but they they looked like the team that had him practiced. Yeah, you're right. Like you start with a shotgun snap over the guy's head and everybody stares at it like it's a bomb. And you just go mm -hmm. from there. And the Browns, who didn't practice at all, and they're super sharp. I didn't know Baker had that game in them, but quickly on Roethlisberger. So he starts his career 10 and 2 in the playoffs. Yeah. Loses the Super Bowl to Rodgers. Oh. From that point on, his last 10 playoff games, starting with that one, three and seven in the playoffs, including losses to Blake Bortles, Joe Flacco, Tim Tebow, and Baker Mayfield, finishes his career with 34, his playoffs career, 34 touchdowns, 28 picks. I know you hate doing this. In you 20, don't have to in do 20 this games. <laughs> 28 picks. 
Wow. That's a lot. And you look at their two Super Bowls that they won. One of them, he did nothing in the actual Super Bowl. And the other one, his stats weren't great either. And they basically got it by the skin of the James skin Harrison of their pants. runs it back with a touchdown, yeah. a, a, a holding call in the Seattle game. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's he's just a really, he's getting he's the Hall of Fame. fame yeah. It's just a really weird career, I guess is my point. It I is. think the last two thirds of it, he's basically Matthew Stafford with a better coach and a, and a better team, but not a lot of playoff success and um, a lot of playoff losses, seven playoff losses, probably six of them, they were favored. Yep. And then some of them favored by five, by seven, by nine, stuff amount. like that. And uh, it's just tough one. They showed him on the bench at the end, just kind of sitting there during the headlights. And it was like, I was wondering, like, could this be it? Like, could he retire? Well, I wonder if this was their la- worst playoff loss. I'll have to look. I meant to, we didn't have much time between the final, final and the and the podcast, but it, it, they were only like a five and a half point favorite. But it feels like the worst playoff loss they've suffered in a long time. Your Patriots beat up on them all the time, but that was a close spread, or they were supposed to, or whatever. But this is pretty bad. I mean, you could, you know, the Damashek's of the world, like, this isn't even a rivalry. The Browns can't say this is a rivalry. They never beat us. And then yeah, it's a feud. Could, laugh at miles Garrett and everything he did like, Oh man, now they're, they had just as many wins now as the Steelers. So they showed the sideline and they're like, there's the guy who's coaching the Browns offensive line tonight. He looked like he was 20. <laughs> he was rocking back and forth. Like our friend, Brad Mulcahy yeah. after 17 diet Cokes. <laughs> and it was like, he's a promoted assistant. I mean, yeah. a promoted intern basically, who's going to be coaching the offensive line. Today. Like, How are you losing <laughs> to this team? He's and then it's like <laughs> the special teams coach is the head coach. We got him. He's back from storming the Capitol. We put a, a Steelers cap on him and here he is. <laughs> we, we're slim pickings right now. Hey, what was this? What was the guy's oh, name? Brown the Browns stuff. coach? Oh, yeah. Uh, Freighter? Freighter? Freifer? Freifer? Yeah. Somehow I coached Mike Tomlin. Yeah. So we should have known. We should have known there would be a fucked up game. It was every year. Um, I I'm sorry. Up- I made you think it was the Saints. I thought, I thought I'm like, I, I like the Bears here and. I don't know what order you want to go over these games, but uh, we're going to go backwards. I had the Browns at million dollar picks. Oh, nice. And then did the Steelers just to win the money line in a tease with the bears that the bears covered on the last play of the game with a Jimmy Graham one-handed touchdown. Yeah. Who then just ran out of the stadium, never to be seen again. And then they didn't kick the extra point and the line was 11 and the bears Lose yeah. by 12, but you looked this up. So what, what did you find out? They changed it in 2018, and um, I had it, and now I, I, now it's gone. But no, they. I guess what happened? Case Keenum, this happened, and Case Keenum went off went off the field and came back and then, like, took a knee for the two-point conversion. Anyway, the books lost a lot of money. They're very uh, they're very upset that they uh, they didn't get to. But that that's the rule in 2018. In fact, Romo didn't even know uh, that they changed it, and they did. And that was it. Article two, section eight. If a touchdown is made on the last play of a Article period, two. the try attempt shall be made <laughs> except during a during a sudden death period. Or if a touchdown is scored during down which time in the fourth quarter expires and a successful try would not affect the outcome of the game. So if it doesn't affect the outcome, they just walk off the field. Well, that was the most exciting moment of the game. The second most exciting moment was the Bears, who did not complete a, a did not get a first down on third down the entire game until the two minute mark when they were down 18. Yeah. Um, who could not move the ball at all, but they had one special trick play with Trubisky and it worked. And yeah. then the fucking guy dropped it. And I feel like if he caught that, the saints, 
it, the whole game kind of unfolds differently. Sure. And I think the Saints would have had to sweat it out. It was weird. You knew the game was over when that happened because it's like you they're not going to get to 20 points with Trubisky. They just gave away seven. This is done. Yeah. And so it's this guy whims, right? And he had caught a 28 yard pass, like tiptoed at the sideline and caught it like a couple plays before. And by the way, I think the announcers just in general, they're all like, I don't know if he got in. Yeah. I don't know if he kept his feet in. Just assume everybody got their feet in. They're great yeah. at it now. Everybody's yeah. great at it. Just you won't look bad over the course of a year. Just like, uh, he got his feet in and then they'll show it. So then they throw this this uh, this crazy trick play. Trubisky unloads and throws the touchdown. The defender's hanging on the guy's jersey. The ref sees it, doesn't even call it because it's such an easy catch, you know? And it's like, yeah. all right, we'll just let it go. Goes right through his arms. And it's like that. It's not even just like a long pass that was dropped. It was on a trick play. That's kind of like when uh, Danielson does the crane crick, crane kick, crane kick, crane kick, yeah. and it doesn't work. And it's like, oh boy, what do I do now? Now, so that really did take all the wind out of their sails. And then uh, they were missing their rookie receiver Mooney. Yeah. And then Anthony Miller gets kicked out. Right. Which which was a bogus one. That was. I started to feel like the fix might have been in with this game when that when that happened. So now they're down to one receiver. They have Trubisky, who if whatever happens in the play doesn't happen in the first two seconds. He's completely useless. And it was just like, all right, this sucks. Cause it felt like the saints were kind of ready to, to be tested. They, they were not putting that game away. It was seven, three forever. They weren't, they looked like crap. And, uh, and now that now they're playing the bucks next week. And that's, we'll talk about that later. They're, they're up 10, three, they get them to jump off sides, right on fourth and four Taysom Hills in the shotgun. They're just really trying to get you to dump, jump off sides. There's no way you know, that's snapping it. Then they're upset. Um, and the guy, and, and it was Eddie Jackson. Who's good. Oh, I know. Yeah. What right. are you like, doing? Eddie Jackson. Players. Then there's the other one. They had like an eight play stand goal line stand. And like, there was too many defensive uh, penalties, the, the jump pass. That was the penalty, which was like, yeah, you're right. It, the fix did look like it was in, but um, I just need them to get to 13 points so they could cover. Can you believe they didn't score 13 points? I felt like they had that in the second quarter. So the most interesting thing about Saints bears was the Nickelodeon broadcast. Oh, right, right, right. Which I watched, I don't know, 15 minutes of. It, mm -hmm. it was great. I thought it was <laughs> unbelievable how how smart it was. If they had had this in place when my son was like six, mm -hmm. he absolutely would have watched the entire game on that. They and did it, a great they, job. Yeah. Yeah. It made me think like, A, we've been saying this for 15 years, like alternative broadcasts with, you know, geared toward different audiences. What are they waiting for? Different announcers. What do they mm -hmm. care? Like just the commercials, you're spreading out the audience over five channels. You're still getting the same audience anyway. Yeah. Um, but then I was thinking, what other, what other channels would that have worked for other than Nickelodeon? The only other one I could think of was Bravo. What do you mean? Just, just uh, like a, like, a, a, like a football game it? on Bravo and oh, just have like a real yeah. housewives, like just the kind oh, of a gotcha. bitchy vibe of oh, right, right, people yeah. just complaining about the coach's hair and yeah. all that stuff. But what other channels would it work for? I don't know. Animal planet. No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they could have done. Um, Com Comedy central. You have Jeff Ross just roasting the game. <laughs> Everybody, that I would watch. And I've yeah. I'd watch that too. I know it was good. Although the, the only thing is I was like, I want to hear Romo. I get it. The, the, the first down marker moves and it's orange and stuff. And everyone gets mm. slimed when they score. And but the, there was like one touchdown in three quarters, but um, yeah, no, I think it was good for the, 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 the explanations were good. 
someone caught a ball going out of bounds and the ball went free after he rolled. And they're like, okay, here's what happens here. I was like, yeah, good luck explaining this. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> no matter what channel you put this on, nobody's going to be able to figure this out. They should add the Pittsburgh game. All right. So Mike Tomlin could have gone for <laughs> just one there, but he right. went for two because his chart's broken. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I enjoyed the Nickelodeon broadcast. I, I'm all for weird shit like that. Yeah, we have a thousand channels. Just try more weird shit. Ravens Titans was the early game, and uh, that had the most cowardly punt of the day. Somehow, hey, somehow the well, Mike Tomlin punt uh, was should have been the most cowardly punt of the day. The Tennessee punts with ten minutes left on Baltimore's forty, and you, me, Henshin House, we sent hundred thirty texts in probably a minute. Mm. We were horrified and appalled. Couldn't figure it out. They deserved to lose the game after that. And then you, what did you find? The surrender index? The surrender index said that this was the worst, like since 1994, there was never a worse situation to punt in the fourth quarter in a playoff game on that side of the field. Like they, they just, it, it was, it was, it was, it put it in the 99.94 uh, percentile of, of being the most cowardly punt. I don't know. Maybe Tomlin's is where I just looking at, at least the Ravens had a good defense. I thought the Browns yeah. were shot, but anyway, yeah, that, that was awful. Took them out of it. Um, but the rate, I have to say, be, which units were you most impressed with, least impressed with? Most impressed with for me is the Ravens defense. Today, least in today's game, yeah. Least impressed with was the Bills defense. We'll get to that. But um, yeah, the, the, the Titans didn't really score. A.J. Brown pushed off in the end zone. They had two field goals. And otherwise, the Ravens held Derrick Henry to 40-something yards, right? What did he have? 18 for 40. And they, they lucked out because Lamar got off to a terrible start. Terrible. He screwed up the the option pitch, mm -hmm. blew the first drive, second drive through a pick, and then third drive had Andrews peeling off wide open on third down, just didn't throw it, took a sack. And it just was like, oh, here we go with Lamar. Well, Lamar finished with 179 passing, mm -hmm. 16 carries for 136 yards, and two legitimate, whoa, plays, which I think... He needs at least two a game for them to win. So I guess my question for you, do you believe in Lamar yet? I think I do. We, it didn't, if you look back at our text chain, it didn't look like we, we did, but um, I do believe in him. I don't know why it takes so long to adjust. I like teams that adjust They're coming from a Jason Garrett team. I like when it, they come out in the third quarter, Baltimore, they saw Tennessee was stacking the box and they did that thing where they dump it off to the fullback, like a 300 pound fullback. Who goes for yeah. nine yards? It's like, all right, I'm going to teach you, and that opened things up. Um, I believe him. I think he. It's so funny. Some of these quarterbacks, I don't think run enough. I think he runs too much a little bit. He gets stuck up the middle there and gets too cute. But uh, yeah, I think I think they're in good shape. They get the monkey off their back. Do you? I agreed with the announcer who pointed out how it's better when he's running north south than going side to side mm -hmm. because it's just so he can read so fast when he's just running downhill. And he can make one guy miss, and then all of a sudden he's gone. That's what happened with the forty-eight yarder. Just yeah, just had to beat the safety. It was phenomenal. I think I believe in him more than I believe in his receivers. It did not seem like they were very open, right? And that Andrews, who I think because he's he looks like he should be like a Kelsey type tight end, but that mm -hmm. guy, it seems like every game at least two balls go bouncing off his hands, or he does get him. I, I I'm not sure he's that good. Is my point really? And I don't yeah. I don't know who. I think he's fine, but I don't think he's like a, you know, I, I don't even think he's a level below Gronk and Kelsey. I think he's like three levels below. I don't really know who their 
you know, and maybe we'll find out next week. Third and ten. We Des need Bryant, this first down. Say it. Yeah. Just say it. It's Des. It's fine. We, that's the thing. I, I don't think they have it. So no. that would be my big fear for next round. But oh, the, was, the Titans play good defense for having like the worst defense in the league secondary. They they really kind of stepped up. They had only like 14 sacks all year. They were they were in this grill a lot. And um it took a while to adjust. You're not gonna see the 20 yard crossing pass from from Lamar against the Titans. And that that's what was frustrating, right? To us and everyone else who bet him. Well, the thing that I didn't understand is they're, I mean, they're praising Lamar down the stretch and they ended up with 20 points against the Titans who were the 29th defense yeah, in the right. league. So it's right. like, should we be that excited about this? Like the, this defense was hot garbage. Watson put up what? 75 points in sure. two games against them, something like that. Yeah. I, to me, the Ravens are a wait and see, but that the, the thing I was more surprised by is that Tennessee's offense couldn't move the ball. Yeah. Like Henry was 18 for 40. The Tannehill pick that ended the game, even though I, that wasn't totally on him, but I didn't think he was going to come through down seven. Did you? No, and and it looked bleak, right? Because A.J. Brown scores that touchdown off Humphrey, and they're like, this is going to be a matchup. This is going to be a problem. The Ravens are going to need to figure this out. Like, all right, well, that's there for them the whole game, and it and it really wasn't. He wasn't hitting his uh, tight ends and and uh, at all like he does. That, that play action wasn't working, and that was rough. What did Tannehill end up? 18 for 26. He didn't have like one left. No, that's not right. Oh, one touchdown. One. Day. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Not, not that great. good. Um, all right. Taking a break. Come back. Talking about Saturday's games. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay, that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? This is something I've thought about a lot over the last 25 years. Sometimes little kids enter your life. Sometimes you're just searching for that extra hour. Sometimes it feels like all of a sudden it's three o'clock, four o'clock, and it's like, where'd the day go? I barely did anything. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you so that you can make it a priority and therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can guide you through the process of defining your values and understanding your priorities so you know what things you can spend your time on that will really fulfill you. Otherwise. You'll always be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Bill Simmons today to get 10% off your first month, 10%. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com. Slash Bill Simmons. Okay, going backwards, Bucks Washington. Um, this was the weirdest game of the day because it was clear that 
Tampa was not going to cover eight and a mm. half or that it probably got to <laughs> nine and a half by game time that they just weren't going to cover, even though they were three times better than Washington. Right. And it was like, Oh, there's another Chris Godwin drop. Oh, right. there's another third and one that the, the false start. Oh, there's another steeple. Oh, here's Washington on the other side, third and 13. Oh, Heineke's going to convert that. Of course he is. <laughs> oh, here's a guy in the end zone. Heineke's going to loft a perfect pass right into the corner of the end zone over the defensive backs outstretch, and the guy's going to catch it and get both feet in. This is a terrible Washington team. They end up covering. They get the extra point miss from suck up. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, like, I don't know what to make of that Bucks game. Like, you loved it, like, it. You loved the Heine. You like give him a Patriots jersey, right? You and House were uh, fighting over him. Well, like, we we could get to we, that in a second. I but like just uh, coming out of it, like I I feel worse about the Bucks, not better. I don't know how you feel. Well, I mean, the Bucks could have treated Washington like the Steelers treated Cleveland, right? Like it was a game they were supposed to win. They were supposed to roll over, and they didn't. But they did keep it within eight. But Brady had like 200 yards passing in the first half. You can't blame the offense. He spread it out over six receivers, I think. Uh, yeah, six pass catchers for them. And and I think I wouldn't worry about their offense. I thought Heineke would be, you know, I thought, first of all, when we thought Alex Smith was playing, and I'm like, they got some bad MFers on this defense. You think Dominican Sue is going to take it easy on Alex Smith? Like, And then when I heard he wasn't playing, I was like, okay, good. He's out of there. Tampa Bay is supposed to win anyway. But I didn't think it was too much of a letdown. I felt like uh, takeout just enough to win kind of thing. Well, this game was 21-16. Yeah. And it did seem like, oh, shit, this would be one of the great upsets. But I never totally talked myself into it. Heineke, um, who we called Heineken last week or two weeks ago, I think he's graduated Heineken because he was really good. And keep his real name, yeah. You and I watch football every week. Mm -hmm. He is better than average. That was my takeaway. I was like, this guy's a better than average quarterback. Like he's at least as good as Case Keenum was that year when Case Keenum brought Minnesota to the precipice. Same kind of build, same kind of thing yeah. with him, right? A shorter quarterback. Yeah. I Tough, think uh, took yeah. a big hit, kept playing. He probably had like a separated shoulder or something. But well, look, I don't know what's going through this young man's mind, but I hope he intends <laughs> on playing football next year. I really do. <laughs> I'll take him on the pats right now. <laughs> I really would. I would. If you told me Heineke's your starter next year, I'm like, great. Really? As long as it's not Cam Newton. They're not um, going to give him Matt Flynn no, no money in the offseason, though. No, I don't think. I think those days are over for those kind of contracts for uh, for a guy who does great in one game. Yeah, it would be like a one-year, five million, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a believer. I, I thought the whole team believed in him, too. I thought that was the most interesting dynamic. That was fun. Is they were really, yeah, yeah. They were really into it. It's good. Brady, I thought, threw a nice ball. Mm-hmm. I thought he looked good. I thought he was in command. He didn't have, I was waiting for the terrible Brady end zone pick in the second half. Never happened. No. Um, though every time I watch them, it just, it seems like he's not on the same page with his receivers. Like Brady, it, it almost seems like he's at this advanced level of football intelligence from all the years he's played. Mm. And just assumes the other human beings on the field are going to do these certain things based right. on these things that happen. And he's constantly expecting too much from whoever, <laughs> whoever it is. He's always like looking at disbelief, like, don't you realize they drop back into a, into man? You're supposed to 
come right. back in. Like, what? <laughs> it just seems like he's. It's kind of how my wife treats me and my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel. Did he realize same way. you realize like, you eat the sink? Like you didn't put the dish in the sink. Like what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't send me an email through your head. I can't tell what you're thinking. Right, yeah, that kind of thing. But yeah, but um, yeah, I think they're explosive. They make big plays. But I'll be interested to see what happens when they have to. If the Saints really show up next week, they have to actually put together long drives, make plays, not have cross ups, things like that. But mm-hmm. For the most part, I think the biggest winner of that game was Washington. Just it starts out, they have to get rid of their name. They have the most disliked owner in the league. Right. They have Haskins, who's clearly a bust. They don't want to admit it for another four months. Don't get me started with that young man. But good. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then uh by the end of it, it's like, all right, cool. Well, Chase Young, who they made captain, like three games left. Like mm-hmm. that guy's clearly a Bruce Smith crossed with Cortez Kennedy, crossed with Warren Sapp type guy. And maybe they found a QB and I don't know. You and I spoke, you were on the, on your way to watching the games, right? This was Saturday morning and you were like, the only way Washington wins is three Brady gets sacked three times, throws it a pick. He he just didn't throw the pick. He got sacked three times. He was pressured a couple of times, uh, didn't throw the pick. So that was, uh, that's why they advanced. It's a good point. They were a terrible Brady pick away from actually maybe stealing that game, but it never happened. Rams Seahawks was the weirdest game Ugh. of the two days, which is saying something because Cleveland Pittsburgh was pretty weird. You have Wolford come in to start, and it becomes pretty clear that they had run the whole week practice with him, which had been the whisper. Mm-hmm. But then Aikman really tells us what's going on in the first quarter when they're doing the we talked to Sean McVay thing, and he's like, you know, I, I think they lost some faith in Jared Goff. Like he just <laughs> didn't play well down the stretch. And I right. think they really, you know, he's saying it hypothetically, but you know, it's like they spent 45 minutes with Sean McVay. Yep. I think they think Wolford really gives them some energy and they can do more things in the offense. It's like, oh, wow, Sean McVay's out on Jared Goff. Like, right. And then Wolford gets hurt. And all of a sudden there's Jared Goff with, with a broken thumb. Mm-hmm. And they're up three. And it's like, this game's over. There's no way he's going to fuck this game up. And he didn't. I had the Rams, and the Rams were up seven, and and then uh, Donald went out, and up to then, and it was Russ's best play of the game. He rolled over as he was getting tackled after he got through. He he rolled a weird way onto Donald's ribs or something. I'm like, that's yeah. your best play. Good job, Russ, getting him out of the game. And then Goff was throwing with like four fingers, and I'm like, oh, Seattle's gonna win this game, and they never did it. They, no. they never did. Like even well, uh, you knew the pick. The pick six is when you knew, like, oh right. wow, Williams, no, they're, yeah. they're they're gonna steal this now. They're up ten, and now that now they could just do play action and yeah, they just had, they got to, to the fourth quarter. He ended up throwing a touchdown, I think, Goff at the end. But they got you couldn't ask for more if you're Sean McVay. You're in the fourth quarter, and Goff can just hand off the whole quarter if he wants. I think win. they would have won with Wolford by the same score, maybe so. even yeah. a little yeah more handily, but uh. I, it was a rough Pete Carroll day. It really was. The both both Seattle co- Twitter was not happy with Pete Carroll. Well, first of all, why aren't they carrying three t- quarterbacks before we get off Sean McVay? Oh, the Rams? That, that's the most asinine thing in the world. You got a guy, your backup shouldn't even be playing. He's, he's, he's yeah. missing a finger. I mean, you can't really throw with a, a busted thumb. Honestly, it's hard. Well, how about when they did the fourth and one uh, QB sneak with oh, him? Yeah, he's got, yeah, yeah. And the Seahawks are like trying to, you know, punch the ball out and they're punching right. him. And I'm like, wow. You're, you're actually trying to get Jared Goff hurt for next week so you but don't why, have to start him. 
So put Bortles, activate Bortles. Like you really need this, uh, the yeah, six, I def- totally. a six a defensive back is a better roster save than a, the third uh, quarterback in that state. I don't well, know. you and I both bet the Rams. Mm-hmm. I actually had the Rams money line in a parlay with the, uh, with the bills and the bucks. So I, I really actually needed them to win. Right. And I found myself saying the words, Oh my God, Wolford's down. <laughs> Get up, Wolford. You're guy, always I, saying I, that. I literally didn't know who he was two weeks ago. I'm like, oh no, oh no. Then they show it's like, oh, maybe he'll come back. You know, By maybe the way, they're just, we, they're just we, trying to avoid concussion protocol. We were so excited. We were overly excited about football Saturday, and then we'll get to this game next. But I'm like, oh man, we just saw Rivers who couldn't reach the end zone from midfield on a hail mary. Now we're gonna see freaking Wolford or Goff, and then we're gonna see Heineke, who we were not impressed with. You know. Going into yeah. yesterday, I'm like, maybe there are too many playoff games. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But uh, but they were all like fascinating in their own way. Yeah, it turned out there were enough playoff games. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately for the Seahawks fans, Mr. Unlimited, I couldn't really describe Seattle's game plan for you. Um, one of the worst challenges of the season by Carroll. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, they, like somebody might have to take the red. Oh yeah, what from was him. that? When he thought golf was over the line or something? No, like, it was, I mean he was behind the line by a yard and a half, three hops. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they did with Russ. Warren Sharp was big on that they were much more aggressive passing the first like six games, and then went back to the traditional run, run, pass thing that gets them mm-hmm. in trouble. But Russ like just looked like he lost his mojo, and and then worst of all. They got beaten by Jared Goff with a broken thumb. Right. Yeah. Like that that's horrendous. Just Terrible. have a lead. Why 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 are you screwing around with this team? Like Russ, I think, had one yard passing late in the first quarter. Like, what am I even watching here? Goff finishes nine for nineteen for one fifty-five. Um mm-hmm. that game not going over. I it mean, went I'm sorry. over. It that game go over. going over by seven and a half points. The over was 42 and a half. Yeah. Um it ends up ending at 50 and it was like three, nothing. And one of the quarterbacks had a broken thumb and it just seemed like there's just no way in hell this game would go over. It's It's actually literally impossible. And then they get a pick six on a wide receiver uh, screen and it's like, Oh, of course it's going to go over. I can't figure out the numbers that has 50 points. The Ravens Titans has uh 33 points, right? Oh 2013. The Browns almost have 50 or they have 50, but I don't even know what it ended up. Yeah, I did, Seattle and Pittsburgh just did not look like the same team the last two months of the year, and we knew it. And mm-hmm. in the Rams' case, you could make a case. The Rams' defense, now, we I, who knows if Aaron Donald's 100% healthy, but when he's in there, the Rams' defense is better than anything anyone else in the NFC is better at, right? For sure. Would you say yeah, there's a, a higher reason. skill from another NFC team than the Rams D? No, I, I would don't say think no. so. I don't think so because I don't know what's going on on that other corner spot. Why is Tyler Lockett never getting open, right? Like, I get yeah. it. All right. If Metcalf is uh, is bounced by uh, Jalen Ramsey, that's fine. Ramsey gives up 20 yards a game or something crazy. Um, great. Aaron Donald, we know, should be Defensive Player of the Year. By the way, I think pressures should be a bigger stat than sacks right now. Sacks. Yeah. I get most of the good guys have a lot of sacks, but you can get lucky rolling into a sack uh, pressures and Aaron Donald kills everybody in pressures every year. But uh, I mean, we'll talk about next week's game, but yeah, Seattle's defense is uh, LA's uh, defense is phenomenal. Well, how about really good. maybe there should be a stat for 
the offensive line completely changing what they normally do and doing like that with Miles Garrett today in that Steelers game where yeah. they're just double teaming him, even though they've stacked the other side of the line with three guys. And the, right, right. And the Steelers were like, cool, we're still going to double team Miles Garrett. You can right. have those three guys over there. Yeah. If we found out Wilson was playing with a torn labrum. Oh. Or like a strained Achilles or some sort of injury that they didn't disclose or he, oh. he needed surgery on Wednesday for something. Would you be shocked? Well, I would be surprised because I think it's much simpler than that. Check the date of when you interviewed him. I think he went to shit oh, right after a that. BS yeah. podcast curse. Yeah, just check the numbers. I think it was right after that that it went south. You know, it literally was right after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's that crush. You crushed oh, the man. stats. Yeah. I'm sorry, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Last one was the game of the day. Bill's Colts. Yeah. Actually, let's take a break and we'll talk about this. This episode is brought to you by Nissan SUV. It's good to stay up to date. I mean, we've seen this in basketball. We've seen it in football. We've seen it in baseball. Once the stats started taking off in the 2000s, everybody had to figure that out. Then I remember in basketball, first it was three-pointers. Then it was defensive stats. You just got to keep moving. You got to keep evolving. You got to keep going. Now it's pace and threes. What's it going to be next, big guys? That's why the 2024 Nissan Rogue has Google built right into its 12.3-inch touchscreen infotainment system with Google Maps Assistant and more. You can stay up to date on everything that's ahead without even needing to connect your phone. Find your next adventure with the Nissan SUV. Learn more about the Rogue, Pathfinder, and Armada SUVs at NissanUSA.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra. My go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game. Right now, than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at McLobeUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. All right, Bill's Colts, this is the last one, and this is one we got to spend some time on. I'll start here. On a scale of one to 10, how much worse do you feel about the Bills after that game? Um, well, their their defense specifically, I feel real. I feel like, Mahomes would put up 600 yards against that defense right now. I don't know. The, the Mahomes we know, right? I don't right? know what happened to the defense. They, did you see the stat where the Colts, every drive ended in Bill's territory? Yeah. Even though every time they started in their own territory, or it's like they, it just seemed like they were dominating. We were texting about it. And then you found this stat from Mike Wells about how the Colts were the first team to lose in playoff history with 450 plus total yards. And zero turnovers. 11 Teams and 0. Previously that. 11 and 0 hitting those benchmarks. Yeah. Elias. Because we were texting like, wow, Rivers is going to go for 300 yards. Mm -hmm. No picks. Never had the terrible Phil Rivers pass. They ran the ball. They had 27 first downs. And they're going to fucking lose. Mo Alley Cox, Gentleman Jack Doyle, uh, hitting all these receivers. Like, all, all these crazy. Like, who else? Was, uh, Burton. Every, all, everybody was open for the sideline pass. They dominated the first quarter of the Colts. And then they just got stuffed 
at the goal line. Like that was that was the big thing, right? So they go third and goal at the one. I think give it up the middle to Taylor twice, but no, they do some kind of like pitch option play. Yeah, that fails, and then they go for it from like the five. They screw up there. And then the Bills come down. That Gabriel Davis makes like two tippy toe catches, and they and they score there. And it's like fourteen ten Bills. Like they they should be down at least seven points. Wait, right don't now. don't gloss over. Did the I go 96? too fast? The ninety six right. yard drive was incredible. Right and by okay. by Josh, yeah. that was like I think the best moment in his career so far. Yeah. I, so look, I can only judge it by how I felt in the moment. I thought they should have kicked a field goal. Just like why not? You've dominated this half. Go up thirteen to seven. Try to mm-hmm. get a stop, and this is great. Normally, I would say go for it. Fourth and four makes me. If it was fourth and one, fourth and two, it's one four. Four yards is tough. That's not easy. That's what I mean. You, you have like, to if throw they gave it. it a Taylor right up the middle twice, maybe. But yeah, you're losing yards on third down. That's weird. The only thing I could think of was they're thinking we kicked the field goal, but now we're kicking off to them. They mm-hmm. have like a minute fifty left. And they're just going to get the field goal back and it's 13-10 instead of 10-7. But if we get a touchdown here, it's 17-7 to going into the half. Sure, yeah, that helps. So I mean, in- I get it. I just wouldn't have done it. But it made more sense to me than Tomlin fucking punting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they, if they could see what was going to happen later in the weekend, they would have been like, all right, we're, we're fine here. But yeah, Darius Leonard was killing Josh Allen. Like he was that guy, he was like spying them. They weren't getting anything going. So maybe that's kind of why they went for it. Like what, so what, we'll give it to him at the, at the four, but, um, well, and then yeah, Rake, Rake had a bad, 10, they're down four. Yeah. Rake had a tough game. Cause the Colts, they blow two second half timeouts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we know those are come back to haunt them. Of course they do. They gave away six points and then they got a huge break in the last four minutes. And, and then on top of it, and they still don't win. Poor Rodrigo they, misses the field goal. And yeah. Rodrigo missed the field goal. Yeah. They ran 76 plays, mm-hmm. 27 first downs, no turnovers, no sacks allowed. I thought it was the best Colts game I've seen them play. And, uh, you know, and on the other end, the Bills are up 14 in the fourth. I had picked, I didn't bet on it, but I picked the Bills million dollar picks, six, six plus minus six and a half, trying to go 13 and 0, realizing I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. But um, when they're up 14, I'm like, this is great. Rivers is going to throw me the pick. It's right. Yeah. Never happened. They came right down and scored in like two minutes. It was like, what the fuck? Do you... I don't know. The Colts were good. So if you think about it, like Rivers doesn't throw a pick, right? Baker, Rivers didn't throw one, right? He had two touchdowns on him. Rivers yeah. didn't throw a pick. Baker didn't throw a pick. Um, and, ben, and Ben threw 17 picks. Ben threw 17 and Goff didn't throw a pick. And there was another one we were waiting for. How did Goff happen. not throw a pick? I know. <laughs> well, he only threw 19 times, but. Yeah, that should have been one of those should have gone through. And Brady didn't throw one, which we expected one against that defense. So, yeah, that these teams stepped up and and um and most of them are moving on now. Not you know Andy. who Allen reminded me of in that game? Who? And it's funny cuz on one of the channels this week they were showing one of those old Broncos Browns games. Yeah. And the the young Elway who didn't run that much, but when he ran, it was like this weird. It was oh, like yeah. a Steve Young scrambling. It was more like a I'm going to run around. I'm actually going to dish out a hit. Yeah. Here's the ball. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here's a boom. Like just, Mm -hmm. Oh good. I get to put a lick on someone, but Elway was never like a huge scrambler, but as somebody whose team had to play him a few times, like every time he scrambled, it was like one of the five biggest plays of the game. Yeah. And 
the way Allen was kind of controlling the, some of the stuff he did on those rollouts, because I, again, I thought the Colts played really well. And Allen had five or six of those Elway plays where it's just like third and nine. He's rolling to his right. He's running out of room on the sidelines. It looks like he's throwing the ball out of bounds. No, actually, he's just winging it 20 yards to some guy who just got open a second he ago. He did some Mahomes-esque things yeah. yesterday for sure. Yeah. It was like a... It's weird because I don't feel like he's similar to Mahomes, even though they do a lot of the same things. He he reminds me more, more like that Elway type just because he's so physical. Right. And there's there was a couple times when guys got good licks on him. He's just like laughing, running back mm -hmm. to the huddle. But I I was I thought he was awesome in that game. I really think if if he wasn't awesome in that game, I think they would have lost because oh, the way yeah. their defense played. Like he had to be perfect in that game or, you know, Close to perfect, or they lose. If he'd had one really shitty play, they lose. Three tw 26 for 35, 324, two touchdowns, and 54 rushing. That is that is going to be very hard and to some, beat. And some big, big momentum rushes, like mm -hmm. up the middle when the Colts. I That was a nice win for them. That was a good tester. That uh, was my favorite. Now, I, I think we said it. I'm like, Bills, Bucks, let's just do that. We'll have money at the end of the Saturday. And we did, but um, we never know how to. Hold on to that money. That's a problem. Well, I didn't know I'd get one-handed Jared Goff. We need to him to keep going. Yeah, right. In the <laughs> we need him to, get, to last in the playoffs, just to last. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So, Sal, before we get to guess the lines, we have the odds for uh, NFC title, AFC title. Don't look at them. Are you all looking? Right. No, no, no. Got. I'm not looking. What do you think the Packers are? Packers to win, win the, the next, NFC next two games. Packers, uh, NFC title champ, Packers. Um, minus 120. Plus 140. They this are? would be a great game show. Yeah, plus 140. What are the Saints? Saints are going to be plus 230. Two to one. All right. The Bucks. Bucks will be like almost four to one. 350? Yeah, plus 370. Mm -hmm. The listeners are like, wow, Sal's really good at this. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the Rams. Well, so the Rams are going to be 260 and then another pair. Uh, this is like a beautiful mind right now. Almost. Like, like Will Hunting. In the, almost in the, 7 to 1? 650? 7 to 1? Yeah, plus 750. Oh, okay. And then the AFC. So um, easy Chiefs. for Chiefs. They, they, what a what a what an easy thing they have now. All right, minus they'll be minus. Uh, they're minus one seventy. So I was surprised by this minus one twenty five. Really? Yeah, because people are afraid of the Bills. What do you think the Bills are? The Bills are plus one one seventy five. No, plus two eighty. Oh, all right. So now I'm losing it. Okay. And then the Ravens four to one. Browns twelfth one. Okay. Yeah. So if we're looking for value, it would be easy to say Bills plus 280, but I would just rather bet the Bills straight up next two games than what, bet the plus what's 280. What's the Super Bowl for the Bills? Because they were plus 750 going into this week. Are so Bills plus? Bills Super Bowl is 6-1. to one. Really? Chiefs are 2-1. to one, Packers 4-1. to one, Saints 6-1. to one, Ravens 8-1. to one, Bucks 8-1. to one, mm -hmm. Rams 18-1. Browns 25-1. to one. That's... That's a weird cluster of teams. I don't even think Vegas knows who the favorite is. No, I don't think they know either. And I would funny. Think, you could talk me into any of those six teams if you if we had 
five minutes per team, you could sway me on all six. I know we're going to watch the Chiefs beat the Browns like 45 to six, and then we'll change our minds. But could you see the winner of the Bills Ravens winning the Super Bowl? Like, why don't we bet both those teams? I don't trust the Ravens. No. 20 points against Tennessee, I, I think, is a red flag. You're, you're betting their defense is what you're betting. I mean, remember, Calais Campbell wasn't in that game the first time against Tennessee. Like, these guys played well today. So if you go through fate of flaw each team, Chiefs 2-1, to one, I'm not sure they can run the ball to protect the lead. Right. I think they're vulnerable the whole game. I'm not sure they can stop the run either. Packers 4-1. to one, I don't trust them for some reason. I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> it's, a, it's such like terrible football analysis, but there's something untrustworthy about them. I feel like we've been here before with this specific ty- type of Packers team and they just seem super beatable to me. Yeah. You can, when it's a weird thing to say, but when you can run on them, you could really run on them. It hasn't really happened the last couple of weeks and we've seen them get killed by Tampa, what was it, Tampa many, a couple months ago, but Right now, they're locked in. Right now, they're the most trustworthy team, I think. Well, but you think of, like, we learned today, what was home field advantage today? Like, two and f- or two and four this weekend? Yeah, not good. So, the Lambeau, removing that factor, and that, that was a big factor in the Seattle thing. Mm-hmm. I, I just, we said this last week, I don't think there's any chance Wolford or Goff goes in there in a loud stadium and beats the Seahawks. I don't care how bad they're playing. You know what's weird about it, though? All those teams, Seattle, New Orleans, all those teams we like at home, Green Bay, they were all 7-1 and one at home. But maybe it was this week that it turned. Like, it didn't really matter for Seattle. or It mattered that Seattle didn't have fans. Um, I don't know, know if it helped or hurt Pittsburgh this week because I don't know what the, the crowd was, was in shock, but there was no crowd. But right. if they had fallen behind 14 nothing, Right. The vibe in the crowd would have been so horrified. It actually, yeah. have, I don't even know if they could have come back to make it 35 23. Mm-hmm. But the, with the Packers, you think like Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae, like three awesome skill guys, right? They're home. They have the best player in the, in the conference. We should be like, oh, yeah, the Packers are going to win. And I can't go there. I, f- I feel like the right team can just move the ball up and down the field on them for Maybe. four quarters. Maybe defensively. But right now, who's most locked into their offense? Wouldn't you say it was Rodgers and Allen? Yeah. Rodgers yeah. and Allen? Yeah. Okay. Um, Saints plus 550. I was not impressed today. I don't, I don't like it. I just don't like them. I don't know. There's so much. Breeze has so many guys saving his ass right now. And Michael Thomas being back helps. But, uh, how many times do you think he was going to throw a pick today? I'm short how's, arming it into the turf. How slow is that ball? Right. It's like it's it's in the air for two seconds every time. It's always directly right in the guy in the right spot, but it's just like mm-hmm. yeah. I forget where I heard in one of the shows. One of the insiders was like, uh, you know, it seems like Breeze is going to retire. Mm-hmm and become a broadcaster. And what I'm hearing is Sean Payton really has been impressed with Jameis Winston. And he thinks he can run the team next year. I was like, <laughs> Jameis, I still believe I'm one of the only ones. That was Francesca. That was Francesca. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. I mean, I taste some Hills not going away anytime soon. He's going to be part of like six packages a half. I it's think like 31. What, I what is it? It's not like he's an up and comer. They love him. They love him. So, from a value standpoint, the Rams are 18 to one. And that's the only team I could, I could actually talk myself into as real value. Really? We'll, well, you don't we'll like the Ravens. To, you don't like the Ravens offense, but that, that's I just think eight to one's me. not a great value. Yeah. Rams 18 to one. All right. We're going back to, we love their defense. 
if Wolford is healthy next week, I liked even <laughs> the brief things of where he could at least run around and do some stuff. And it's like, could they play an ugly 13 to 10 game and Lambeau win that and advance to the next game? Right. Maybe. I don't know. I, I like the odds. It's just weird. I guess Nick Foles won a Super Bowl, so it doesn't matter. I guess Wolford could technically beat, go to Lambeau and win and then beat Tampa and then beat Mahomes, but I don't know. Well, it's, it's more a case of, is anybody really that good? Because you, like you mentioned that Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That was a year when we didn't really have a great team and weird shit happened and the, the Pats end up winning in Kansas City they never should have. And then they end up playing the, the oh no, that was the Eagles. Yeah. I'm I'm mixing up my uh my nine Patriots Super Bowl. Seasons. Oh, stop it! Whatever the year was with Pat's Rams, that one of those years was that super was two weird. years was, ago. Yeah, yeah, it was like how is this like the... seven three and a half or something? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, how is this the Super Bowl? Right. Um, and then on the other side, Chiefs plus Chiefs are two to one, Bills six to one. That's the sexy pick. Ravens eight to one, Browns twenty five to one. There's no way the Browns win the Super Bowl, right? Wouldn't that no. be the perfect way to? It's such gravy now. It's uh, they're not taking anyone by surprise. It'll be fun. One more win would be great. Those two running backs are really good. And we yeah. owe Baker an apology. We were saying he was like poor man's Case Keenum. I, I loved how, I loved his leadership today. I thought he made good throws. Yeah, they dropped one pick. Other than that, I thought. Uh, I thought uh, you know. All right, I'll apologize them. as long as you apologized first. I'll apologize. Yeah. No, I apologize. It's, it's and, now four big games he's had in, in like the last six weeks. It's good. I'll apologize. He needs to apologize to us for being in six different commercials. Yeah, right. That's how he gets us back. <laughs> like Deshaun Watson's got to be like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm right here. I'm 10 times better than this guy. He is. He is like, what the fuck? He he's like, JJ. Yeah. JJ Watts getting commercials. <laughs> fucking Baker Mayfield. Like, they do Yeah. So that story broke this weekend. There's been right. rumblings about that for a while. And I don't know how it works with trading those giant contracts. But if I'm Miami, I'm going all in for that, dude. So that's, like the, that's the team that keeps coming up, right? It's a, You go all in. Because mm-hmm. if you have him and you have Flores and some of the young dudes they have, and it's like, cool, you want four, you want 17, we'll give you two. Uh, done. Call it in. Two is one of the four ones you have to give up, right? Or, or, or two. I'm doing that. Yeah. I'm doing that in five seconds. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think for the Patriots. I don't, unfortunately, we don't have enough to give up. We'd have to just give up like our next four <laughs> number ones. But um, maybe, uh, maybe Belichick gives up his uh, Medal of Honor. That's not a re- that's not a real story, right? <laughs> it's real, of course, it's real. No, but he's not going to actually go and accept it. I think uh, you don't think so. Why not? What's he doing? Medal he of bet. Honor. He better not honor the greatest cheater of all time is getting an honorary medal. I, that story better not be true. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break and then we're going to guest lines. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe Spring. On the way, warmer temperatures, more time outside, more time away from your home. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you're doing what you can to protect your place and get a Simply Safe home security system, comprehensive protection for your whole home, a great way to keep you and your loved ones. Safe. What if you're going out for Easter for six hours? You don't think the burglars are going to figure that out? That y'all y'all packed up your car at like 1130 on Easter and you drove off somewhere? Yeah. All they need is an hour. I'm not the only one singing Simply Safe's praises. Simply Safe, named best home security system in 2024 by U.S. News and World Report, recognized for the best customer service in home security by Newsweek. Protect your home today. 
I use Simply Safe and love it. My listeners get a special 20% off any new Simply Safe system when they sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash BS. Don't wait. That is simplysafe.com slash BS. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. Hey, do you know you could bet on Alabama versus Ohio State with an exclusive 25 to 1 odds boost on FanDuel Sportsbook? Yeah, you heard that right. FanDuel Sportsbook giving new users an exclusive 25 to 1 odds boost on the biggest college football game of the year. You can pick either Alabama or Ohio State to win, then bet just $5 for a chance to win $125. Don't listen to me on college football. I barely know what's going on, but I'll tell you this. I really like Justin Fields. I think I would I would bet on Justin Fields for this one just because I thought he was really good. FanDuel Sportsbook America's number one sports betting site for a reason. They have uh, they have all kinds of player props, futures. They have same game parlays. You can place a bet faster in a game if you're if you're excited about something trend that you saw during the thing. Uh, simple, intuitive app. Right now, the right thing for you to do is download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and use my promo code BS to take advantage of your exclusive 25 to 1 college football odds boost. Remember, FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code BS. You must be 21 plus present in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, Iowa, Tennessee. New users only. Must wager on designated boost market. Deposit required. Max bonus 125. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Guess the lines. Round two. Mm-hmm. So do I have this correct? It's Packers, Rams, Bills, Ravens on Saturday, and then Chiefs, Browns, St. Spucks on Sunday. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday Sunday late is the uh, marquee matchup there. How do we feel about that schedule? Feel that feels like Chiefs, Browns should have been the first game. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Chiefs, Browns. I guess they didn't want to put two NFC late, but yeah, I thought that was, I don't know. Did they have enough time to pivot once they found out the Browns were in that game? That could have been Saturday early. The best of the four games is Bills Ravens. Mm-hmm. Great. Game. Maybe they're maybe they're worried one-handed Goff or Wolford with in oh, a neck yeah. brace might be like a thirty-point blowout. Right, so put right, that right. one first. That's it. All right. Guess the lines. Packers hosting the LA Rams. By the way, what a sports year for LA. Dodgers, it's amazing. Yeah. Lakers, and now the Rams have the city just mm-hmm. electric. That's not true. <laughs> well, we lost poor Tommy Lasorda, but we did. That, yeah. Yeah. Very sad. I think that was a bigger story than the Rams winning a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I looked at this from every angle. I thought they were factoring in some tease potential. I don't think the Rams defense can be discounted and I just could not get this to seven. I'm saying Packers six and a half. Hmm. Well, you got close enough. I said eight. 
I thought um, the quarterback thing was fine. It worked out against Seattle. I didn't think it was going to work against Green Bay. I thought they had to score a lot more points to win that game. Not sure that Aaron Donald's 100%, and I think he has to. Um, you said six and a half. It's seven, so you get that. They're selling us on Jalen Ramsey shutting down Devontae Adams, right? That has to happen for this to be something of a game. It's it's tough to trade. I know he had to be traded and whatever, mm -hmm. but it's got to be tough if you're like the old team to watch this guy just completely dismantle receivers oh, every week. It's ridiculous. It's like, almost like a top three thing you need in the NFL. This guy just is like, who's your best receiver? All right, you're not going to catch anything today. It. Nothing. Out. So the Packers are dying to be teased in this game. I'll and do they're it. Dying to be teased I'll, with the I'll, Chiefs. I'll help them out. <laughs> they're dying to be teased with the Chiefs, who we have coming up in a little bit, and it looks too easy. I'm just got, I'm just saying it now. You don't have to wait that long, Billy. You could tease them with Alabama tomorrow, and that'll be that. What's that line? What's the Alabama line? It's like eight and a half. So if you want a money line, that Ohio State secondary will show up. I mean the the old secondary. They'll score a We're lot. Not, you're not afraid of Fields. No, I don't think he's exactly right either. They've really been pushing to move this game and stuff like that. And uh, too many weapons. And Alabama's got Waddle coming back. They're, they're going to be better. So you want to do Packers-Alabama tease? Yeah, I'm going to. I'm not want to. I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you like to gamble. <laughs> what? Who scares you more in this game? Wolford with, with the <laughs> possible neck strain or whatever he's got going or in the three MRIs he did this week or Goff who Sean McVay, we now know, was out on. Right. And now it's begrudgingly back in on, and the guy's got a broken thumb, and they're like, three out of every four balls is fine coming out of his hand. In Lambo, Goff's thumb has to get better, right? I mean, this is a guy they almost didn't put in. He probably have, shouldn't have been activated. He's got pins in his thumb, though. It can't work. It can't work. If, if they're down 10, if Packers run this right, and they're, they're up 10, you need Jared Goff to throw... Uh, to hit Woods and Strut. No, it's not happening. Maybe a cover. I don't see a win here. The case for the Packers, what did we say? They were 4-1 to one to win the Super Bowl? Mm -hmm. It's kind of a gift from the gods that instead of playing Tampa Bay in round two, they're going against a team that's compromised the quarterback. Right. That's true. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, next game in Buffalo. How <laughs> about that Pills Mafia? Are they something else? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the new announcer thing that they just have to go nuts about right. the Bills Mafia. It's like no other team has a fun fan base but the Bills. I don't know. <laughs> the Bills. Yeah, they're the greatest. <laughs> uh, they're so great. How how come only 6,000 showed up for the game? Yeah. I mean, where are they? They can't even fill that place? Give where were break. the other 54,000? <laughs> we're joking, people. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, they, I, they, forgot. They gotta, yeah we're, I forgot. We're not allowed to joke about yeah, anything. We're just joking. Yeah. Disclaimer, uh, joke. Buffalo, they, they really got the short. They, they, how, as much as we had on the Steelers' money line, they were furious at the outcome of this game. They could have beaten that Steelers team up. That would have been pretty easy for them. Easier than the first time, I think. I agree. Well, so I was vacillating between Bills 3 or Bills 3.5. It looks like Zach Moss is out for this game. Mm. And I thought Zach Moss... Um, was really good for them the second half of the year. It was coming on. And uh, Singletary, I like. 
I don't know if him by himself, it, it makes me nervous. So I'm going to, I'm going to say that's where the half point, I'm going to say bills by three. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to steal that from you. We both got it. It's three. Oh, I would have so said three tough, and a half man. if Moss was playing. That's such a tough line too. You gotta and the just... Ravens will be like plus 150 to win outright. Yeah, sure. Right around there. My advice on this one is if you think the Ravens are going to cover that, just bet them to win. Like It's like that Rams Seahawks game on Saturday. Just yeah, probably if, if they're in the game, they're going to win it. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like the bills are either win by double digits or the Ravens could actually. Yeah, that's why you're right. Like plus nine on a teaser looks good, but mm. don't, don't do it. Just if you like them, take them, take them straight up. All right. Well, those are, I'll that's enjoy fun. both of those games. Yeah, that's fun. Look, the Rams kind of screwed up. We wanted Tampa, and uh, we might get it the next round, but we wanted uh, Brady against Rodgers, but that would have been a better Saturday game. Only two games on Saturday. Right, now, how are we going to do it? You know, <laughs> I remember on this podcast, me pushing for the three playoff games per day. I've been on this corner for a while, and so you, you not liking you, it. You didn't you, like it. You were like, it's too much. We're going to dilute a good thing. <laughs> you did this whole thing. And I was trying to convince you this would be the greatest. You're like, no, wow. no. And I, I think deep down you were just scared. Need I remind you of the, the half dozen shitty quarterbacks we just went over in the last hour? But no, <laughs> I, no. I here's what I've come around on. So did you have it planned where only one team gets a buy? That's how you have. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 fine with that now. That's what I was like. Nah, that's too much. Too much advantage. But I'm like, why? Why should two teams get a buy? You're right. Oh, just because we I'm grew stupid. up. Look at that. Yeah, one team gets a buy. I'm I like fine with it. Sunday, Chiefs Browns. Mm-hmm. So, stared at this one for a while as well. I thought it was going to be either eight and a half or nine, and I was trying to think: would they do nine to try to screw over the people trying to tease the Chiefs? <laughs> but then I was thinking of the Browns running game and how good they look this week, and they're going to have their coach back, and they've got the nobody believes in us factor going, and the fact that the Chiefs have not looked good for the last six weeks and have did not play last week. Might be a little rusty first half. Notorious slow starting team. You don't want to be the slow starter against the Browns because they can actually protect the lead. I settled on Chiefs eight and a half. Okay. I think we split this because it's 10, and I went – the total opposite way. I said 11 and a half. <clears throat> they were both off by a point and a half. So we split it. I thought not. No one believes in us. I thought this is the gravy bowl. Cleveland came out. They beat Pittsburgh. Not going to take anyone by surprise. Andy Reid off a bye. We're going to see all those. This counts as a bye. All those numbers. I thought it was going to be high. I went way heavy with 11 and a half, but it's 10. That's a lot of points. I'm not, I, I do not think that, you're getting an extra two and a half because of Mahomes. Mm-hmm. They're bumping it up. They know you don't want to bet the Browns, but that line is, I don't think the chiefs are 10 points better than the Browns. Well, here's why. Well, I did. I mean, I said 11 and a half, but no, I no, think, I, but you're guessing, you're guessing yeah, the line. No, I'm I saying don't. like fundamentally, do you think the chiefs are 10 points better than the Browns? No, because I, I think the Cleveland could score. They're not like a, a normal seven seed that just upset a two, you know, or, or three, yeah. six or three, it was six, three, whatever it was. They could score. They're going to score in the thirties, 35 right in there. Uh, yeah, you're right. The chiefs aren't, you know, what do they beat? The, they barely beat the Falcons. They haven't had too many great games over the last month, but 
Maybe they're doing a Spurs style with, with Duncan. Like, yeah, we know. We'll, we'll get to the playoffs. We'll take care of everybody, and that'll be that. That's a lot of points, and we know that they're going to have trouble running the ball. I don't know if Edwards Hilaire is allegedly playing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's not going to be 100%. By then. Yeah, maybe. I don't see it. That line seems too high. All right. Well, they're well, dying for you to do a three-team tease with the uh, Chiefs. Well, you're going to get the – you win the week if you even tie me here. Oh, I'm this- I'm hitting this one exactly. Saints, right. Bucks. It's in New Orleans. We've seen this game before. The Saints mm-hmm. killed them. But I think the Bucks get a lot of respect. I have Saints by three. All right. Well, you're wrong. It's not in New Orleans. It's in Tampa. No, you're right. It's in New Orleans. You got it. Son of a bitch. I said three and a half. I thought they give him the hook because they crushed them so soundly. I just clinched for the year. You did. You get hit by a sub. We didn't have to announce it like that. Come on. I'm 10, <laughs> 7, and 2 for the year now. Oh, wow. Look at him. He knows exactly what he is. Yeah, I was getting nervous. You're catching up to me. I think you're. Yeah, you are. You're 10, 7, and 2. I'll Damn tell it. you this. Anytime there's a playoff game in round two or round three, that is a minus three. You know that's going to be a good game. It should be, yeah. Bills minus three, Ravens. Saints minus three, Bucks. It's just a good game. Three means we think this game's going to be nice and even and back and forth and cool. Wasn't what the Seahawks co- Rams three? <laughs> what a cool game, though. That's a fun one. I, you know, I was bummed seeing the Seahawks Rams a third time. I'm excited about this one. Yeah. Saints Bucks for sure. I don't think either team embarrasses themselves. I I do think it comes down to the the last drive kind of thing. Can we have that at least? Well, the other weird thing about this weekend, we might have seen Rivers' last game, and he's actually pretty good for what he usually is in the playoffs, although it was like every Phil Rivers playoff game. Breeze seems like he's retiring after this year after he broke 11 ribs. Mm -hmm. Roethlisberger, I wouldn't be shocked if he retired, would you? If he was just like, I'm good? No, I could see him being. I mean, the, just his um. If you listen to his like press conferences every single week, he was really doom and gloom. Like it was very strange, walking totally. around like a zombie too. So weirdly, Brady is by far the least likely to retire of those four. Oh yeah, because I feel like he he's gaining strength. He's growing more hair. Yeah, his, right. He, he looks like he's thirty five. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, fit, rank the, rank those games favorite to least favorite. My favorite is Bills Ravens. Yeah, Baltimore Buffalo is my favorite, and Tampa and uh, New Orleans second, and then I'll go, I'll go Rams Green Bay third. What do you what do you have third? I'm excited for Rams Green Bay. I actually think the Rams could win that game. Really? Yeah, because they here's the thing: it's the playoffs, and if you can rush the passer. And create havoc the way that they can create havoc. And we didn't talk games. about Cam Akers, twenty-eight for one thirty-one. Like that's He's really good. That keeps it going. That they'll be in decent shape. I thought Cam Akers, Zach Moss, and Dobbins. I thought all three of those guys, as the year went along, were mm. really, really, really good. Right. Um, and Moss got hurt, unfortunately. Dobbins never really got going today. He had a couple runs. Yeah, like forty-three yards. But yeah, yeah. I still feel like we'll be hearing from him. All right. Well, that was great. All right. Now it's time for Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax. We're all doing more at home these days. And thanks to our friends at CarMax, that includes car buying too. Shop over 50,000 CarMax certified vehicles at CarMax.com. Check out 360 degree views, schedule a trade and appraisal, apply for financing, buy online or in-store with curbside pickup and home delivery in select markets. 
Check out all the details. Get started today at CarMax.com. There's going to be a car story in this parent corner. CarMax, the way it should be. All right, Sal, what do you got? Uh, well, I got a couple things. Well, first, my middle son, Jack, he became a Steelers fan. I, did I tell you this? He's a Steelers fan because he's infatuated with Heinz ketchup, which yep. is a weird-ass thing. And then he found out that the Steelers play in Heinz Stadium. So it's all Steelers. He got like $75 an Amazon gift card. He bought a Steelers beanie. He bought a Steelers shirt. He's wearing it around the house the last four days. The neighbor sees him in the yard and says, hey, I have a terrible towel from when I visited my in-laws. Do you want it? He's like, of course I do. So now he's waving this thing around. It's annoying. I'm like, can't we all just be Cowboys fans? That way we're all just miserable one day out of the year. Not one, really like 11 or 12, but the last day is all the same. Then we don't have to worry. So the Steelers get beat up. He's upset. He goes to his room. I'm like, good. Told you so. Be a Cowboys yeah, fan. This you deserve be so this. Much right. But anyway, I made up to, for it to it for uh, everyone in the house because I went online. I was watching some old Atari games and how so bad they were. I was watching like Pitfall. I remember like being excited about Pitfall when you jump. I played on the it for alligator. dozens of hours. Oh, yeah. you jump on the alligator's head. There was like the, the exact spot you could jump up, and he opened his mouth, and you wouldn't die. Like, and then you yeah. you knew how to jump down. Do the rope. I was like, I'm buying a top. I'm go. I went online. I found an Atari for fifty four dollars. It's here. I got ten games. I got Kaboom. I have Pitfall. I have Asteroids. I have Space Invaders and uh, Missile Command. I'm so excited. And the kids. Wow. I, I got the kids like into it. The box is not open. I didn't have any time, of course, to set it up today. But tomorrow I'm going to set it up and and uh, report back. But I have a feeling it's going to be uh, very disappointing for everyone except me. This almost seems like a new digital series. Yeah. Where you play Atari with your horrified kids who can't <laughs> believe that these are the video games we played. I got in it like maybe like 12, 13 years ago. I got it in television on eBay. Oh, I've been longer great. than that. And uh, and it was great. I really enjoyed it. It was fun when video games were a little more simple. Don't you feel as simple as Asteroids was? It was also hard to win, right? If uh, if you put it on high speed or whatever, and the things are coming at you, I could play Space Invaders for a while, I think. I'm, I'm so excited to do this. Well, our agent, yeah. uh, who now we're only allowed to call manager, James Baby Doll Dixon. Yes. He sent our family a like a mini Miss Pac-Man machine same for here. Christmas. So three years and out of the last four, we've gotten the same Miss Pac-Man machine. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> so we, we were playing it and it yeah. was great and I really enjoyed it. And that's another one of our simple game and you start getting the levels and I don't know. Really Remember fun. the books you'd go, you couldn't go online. You'd buy the books and they, they'd show you the patterns to win Pac-Man or to get through yeah. each screen. Now you can go online, I'm sure. And well, now they don't give a shit. But anyway, we were play, I, I played the Miss Pac-Man. It was really fun. I got to like 75,000 because I did. can remember some of the patterns. Hmm. Yeah, I got to 78. And nice. uh, then I went in the other room. My son was playing Call of Duty and he's a sniper. <laughs> the graphics are amazing. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah, screw what you, we doing? Inky and Blinky. I'm going yeah. have to have to rob a convenience store here. Flashing uh, Ghosts was the most exciting. How many, that how many boards is 78,000? That's good, isn't it? Yeah, it gets to when it gets to that you How get many to that completed new Act board. One? You get past Act yeah. Two, and then the yeah, it's like four so it's like the right? second after Act Two. Yeah, nice. Right. I was better than that though back in the day. I was an only child. What was I going to yeah, do? I see. Um, well, I'll, right. I'll, I'll I'll lend you my Atari. Well, I, please put some of that YouTube stuff online. I think okay. that could be the content America wants. All right. So, um, 
last time we did a pod, I was at a soccer tournament on mm-hmm. Monday. My daughter lost in the semis. We were dri- driving back from yeah. Arizona. And at like the four hour mark, we're past Palm Springs. And then it's that last hour and a half stretch to LA. And I'm just like, I'm so tired of being in the car. Cause it wasn't just that we drove to Arizona and back, but every game was at least 40 minutes, 60 minutes. So we're in the car all weekend. And, uh, I was like, so she's got this Instagram account for realsies. I was like, let's do a, let's do a live thing wow. for realsies where you can go live. You take questions from people. So she's like, all right, so we go live. Now we're driving. I'm going like 90 miles an hour. And we're doing a chat right. with, on the phone um, and answer all these questions. And somebody asked like, why isn't your daughter ever on parent corner? And I was like, ah, oh, you know, it's, it's tight. I'm always afraid to mess with her. Cause you know, mm-hmm. she's a teenage girl. She'll kick my ass. And she's like, no, no, you, you just, yeah, I don't care. My, I'm an open book. You can do whatever you want. I'm wow. like, really? And she's like, no, no, you can't. I'm like, okay, really? Like, even like your relationship, she's like, I didn't, you could talk about that. That's fine. I'm like, oh. okay. I'm like, all right. So she says this on the, on the thing. So I, I marked it down. So, um, your son did the driver's permit test, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How'd he do? Uh, I forgot to ask. No, I think, uh, oh no, he didn't do it. He has it coming up. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't have it yet. So my daughter, my, my wife decides to take her to not near where we live, but someplace 25 minutes away because she heard you can get it faster. Mm-hmm. You're going to study for a right. You're studying for a right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they leave at eight in the morning and it's one of those, you see, you don't have, you don't have girls. There's this weird mother-daughter early morning dynamic where it really <laughs> seems like they might have like a steel cage match in somebody's bedroom. Like it's just, they're screaming and then all of a sudden the like door slam and then they're gone. Nice. Takes her to get the driver's license test. And then two hours later, I'm power walking. I'm on a phone call and the horn beeps and there's a car coming. It's my wife because she's there near my neighborhood. I'm like, hey, how'd it go? Like, I'm excited. I could tell my daughter's been crying for like a half hour. And my wife's like, don't ask. (laughs) I'm I'm like, what happened? So my daughter failed the driver's permit test. And she failed it because she didn't study for it at all. Because their friends were like, you don't have to study for oh. it. Anyone can pass it. But then it's like, what, 20 questions? And you could have the three yeah, trick ones. Tricky. You have to get yeah. a certain score. Mm-hmm. So, of course, she did no homework. And my wife is so mad. She's like, I don't care if she ever gets it. I'm never taking it again. You're taking it next time. And my daughter, and I'm like, what did I walk into? Uh, and then it's like, how do you not pass the driver's license test? Like, can anyone pass I that? I don't but- know. I think it's pretty. Well, for, what, what is the leeway? How many do you have to get right out of 20? I don't, I don't know what the percentage is. So anyway, so now she's going to study for it and do it again, but it set us back and now she still doesn't have a driver's license permit. But I, I was just, I just couldn't believe it. I, I never feel like when it. we did it for, but you can go back in line and take it again or like put, put on like a fake mustache and take it again. I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel I remember- like when, when we were getting licensed, it was like, do you have do you a think- face? Do you have a face and two hands, two feet? <laughs> <laughs> Here's your license. Like now, now you actually have to like really pass the test. So anyway, I know they been- throw some trick ones in like at a four way stop sign. If one stop sign is you and the other is an ambulance, the other is a post, uh, a mail truck and the other is a fire truck. Who has the right of what? Like they do shit like that, but I, I, don't, I don't get know. it. I don't know. Wait, listen, my daughter was recently on this podcast. You, yeah. you, for anyone who heard her, like she's not a moron, but she. So 
we waited a week and I kind of filed it away. I didn't make a joke about it because, mm. again, you don't want to fuck with 15-year-old girls. But then I finally <laughs> snuck one out about how she failed it. And it was like the all-time shoot the daggers. It, oh, it's no. weird for It's weird for us making fun of our kids where it's like at some point they're going to be taking care of us and deciding <laughs> yeah, right. do they want to pay for a night nurse and all of these decisions. <laughs> I never know how far to go. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, I shouldn't be uh, making up terrible songs about them during a pandemic. Yeah, you're right. But what is so, she yeah, mad called at you she, Dado Fado. Dado Fado. I'll just take it and, and smile. What? So she should be mad at her friends, though. That's that was that was my takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. It was like basically she was Pittsburgh, and mm -hmm. her friends like, "No, nah, they don't even have a head coach. You're right. fine. Right, right, right. Just show up." <laughs> and the snaps going over her head, and the whole thing's falling apart. So anyway, yeah. my daughter said she's an open book, so apparently that makes her fair game yeah. for paracord. Well, so, ironically, she needs to open a book and study her, her uh, driver's test. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll, I'll report back when she finally passes. Okay, good. All right, go, that go, was Paracorner brought to you by CarMax. Experience car shopping your way at CarMax. Oh, before we go, you're wearing a Mets hat. Yeah. Isn't this nice? Uncle Steve came through. He did. I like calling him Uncle Steve, too. And then he like he signs Francisco Lindor and Carrasco. We didn't even have to give up McNeil. It's terrific. He's making moves. You know, it's just like guys want to come to flushing now, right? Like good players. We didn't have that forever where a good player wants to like they want to come here and now here I'm in LA, but whatever <laughs> to come to Queens and play for the Mets. And, uh, well, can you get excited. Springer? Springer is still in play. He's still in play. Although like uh, uncle Steve said, he really wants to honor the luxury tax and doesn't want to go over and, and everything. Uncle doesn't want to pay Steve, the luxury tax. I know this guy's the best though. He really just collects memorabilia and he's got the number one prize. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm not losing with this team. Let's do it. Let's go out. And he's like, uh, the big news is we're bringing the black jerseys back. He's so good. Every day there's something new. He's he's just got to bring back 86 Mets every every week in some form, right? Yeah, like, right. This week, Kevin Mitchell is going to be our first base coach. Like, what does yeah, the first exactly. base coach do? Um, yeah. Is Kevin Mitchell still alive? He might not be alive. I think he's still alive? around. Yes, right, he is. Good. Lenny Shout Dykstra, is, uh, Lenny Dykstra does, is a groundskeeper one week. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. Um, as you know, I only judge my baseball opinions because all I do is watch the Red Sox and no other teams. So I only judge my opinions by if I've watched somebody play the Red Sox. Lindor yeah. was always, you know, not a newsflash, but I always thought he was really good and played with like this exuberance. Yeah, it's 27. You're yeah. just like jealous of him on the other team. Like, oh man, that guy seems like he'd be fun to have. Right. The same yeah. way people felt about Mookie Betts with me and then we traded Mookie Betts. That was it. You got to spend money. You have to though, right? You'll get lucky if you're the Royals one year or Tampa Bay or something, but you got you have to spend. And by the way, well, just pay off Benia's contract so we could just not have to talk about that every four July more years. First. Just, just do it. <laughs> just pay it off. I love Springer. I, I think Springer, uh, yeah. that dude... He's one of those dudes, if you're in a big series with him, you just, when he comes up, you're scared. Yeah. Bad anywhere it. in the order. Terrific. Yeah. Get him. He's, and he's been in a lot of big games, all that stuff. Well, mm. congrats. I'm glad the, Thank I feel you. like there's like this kind of sneaky New York sports renaissance happening. You think so? Oh, well, because yeah, the, the, the Knicks, Knicks actually back? have yeah. like a plan now, at least, you know, it's going to take a while, but at least they're trying to. They try for that something. coach, right? Or is it like a Joe Judge thing? Like, because for eight weeks, we're like, oh, every they, that Giants really try for that coach. Like, do they really try for Thibodeau? Or is that is that going to oh, go yeah. away? Thibodeau's is that going to go away, though, in, in February? I don't think so. Yeah. No, I, I think that's good. Yeah. New York's back. Uh, what do you have to plug other than 
Yeah, uh, e- extra points. Fox Bet Live. Fox Bet Live. I think I'm the champ, so I, I need a futures bet. NBA futures bet. Give me one. Who wins it? NBA futures bet for the title? Yeah, I can win the title or the East or the West. I mean, the futures bet should be, are they going to pause the season oh, in the next really? 48 hours? Yeah. Oh, forget it's it. It's not great. Maybe I'll go college basketball then. It's not great. I would go... I'd probably go in the East with the futures bet because I think the East is wide open. I like the way the Celtics were playing before Tatum went down with COVID. Bucks 210, Nets 240, Celtics 7-1. I feel like the Celtics are always like 6-1, 7-1 to to win the East. Yeah. Here's the thing with the Celts. You know know I always call it like it is with the Celts. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Their two guys are really good. They have Tatum and Brown. That's like one of the best pairs in the league. Those guys are both all-stars, top 20, top 22 guys, and right. they still have a trade to make, and they have a good coach. So, All right. I don't know. Do they not get embarrassed by Durant if they match up? This is so early to talk about this. but The Nets are five and six. Yeah. We did yeah, that. Uh, we did the over-under spot, and I think I was probably wrong on 80%. Really? Of yeah, well, the Nets whiffed. Uh, speaking of, extra points oh, jo- tomorrow. Joker, oh, yeah. for, Joker for MVP, if you can do that one. Joker for MVP. Wait, I have that, don't I? Then you, then you. I'm oh, saying for oh, no, Fox I, oh, no, I had Luca. Oh, Joker for MVP. Oh, yeah. Thir- what are 13, the odds of that? Thirteen and one. Yeah, he's like averaging a 27, 11, and twelve right now. Really? And that that team's really good. All right, I'm writing that down. Yeah. So Fox bet live extra points tomorrow. Damashek, we get to hear him cry about the Steelers and uh, on against the odds Tuesday. I'll, I'm uh, interviewing Kendrick Perkins, one of your favorites. Big big gambler too, Kendrick Perkins. Perkins, uh, Perk he does Celtics halftime. He does a really good job. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah, he, he, they bring him in. All right, cool. I hope Damashek, I hope his tears burn his <laughs> cheeks. I really do. I'll pass I hope along they, the message. I hope they leave welts in both cheeks. <laughs> okay, I'll tell him that. <laughs> yeah, tell him that. Tell him that for me. Cuz, uh, good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans at Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client.